Welcome to Heady Waves. I'm your boy, Mr. Brad Stone. Uh, we are back with some trivia. Yes, sir. Some would you rather. And on this day in sports history and birthdays. Let's go ahead and go around the table real quick. Uh, to my left is none other than the Troll Branch and also D. Weezy. Training it up as always. Nice. To his left would be T-Ball at bat. Yo, yo. Glad to be here. And uh, from the line down under, J-Bones. Good day, boys. Last but certainly not least, the biggest man in this room, and I'm not talking about his width. It's all girth. It's Ooh. all girth, baby. None other than Big Mac, J-Mac. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> How you doing? He sounds like a freaking super six foot ten black man <laughs> playing basketball. Shaq over here. Well, let's get it started right off the bat. Uh, on this day in sports history, go ahead, Mr. T. Wheatley. Okay, I got a couple. Got a couple of interesting ones too. Um, this day in 1919, the Yankees and Red Sox reach an agreement on transfer of Babe Ruth. Who is he? Uh, 1925, uh, NHL record 141 shots. Uh, in a single season? No, in a game. What? Yeah. Holy shit. It was that, uh, that shots on goal or just shots taken? Shots on goal. What? <laughs> How many points were scored? Jesus. Hey, I'm getting there. Um, it was the New York Americans uh, beat the Pittsburgh Pirates 3-1. to one. New York Scully had 67 saves, and Pittsburgh wow. Scully had 70 saves. Oh Jesus. Them that, that dudes was getting their money's worth out there. Doing some work. They was fucking over on the bench, sweating their damn balls off. <laughs> right? But it worked. It's like a game and a half to two games worth of saves in one game. Yeah. Um, 1968, this dude for the Boston Bruins named Ted Green. Uh, I tried seeing what these penalties were because I was kind of interested in it. Uh, but he sets NHL penalty record with three minors, two majors, and two game misconducts. <laughs> Maybe that's the real life Happy Gilmore. And he took his skate off and tried to stab That's somebody. exactly what I thought, too. Uh, What's his name? Ted Green for the Ted Boston Bruins. Ted I Green. He is a Boston Bruins fan in that. In that, it's probably Bra- uh, Brad Marchand's fucking idol, right? <laughs> I tried to find out what the penalties were, but I couldn't find exactly where those were. So I was, I wanted to see what happened. Uh, and then the last thing I got, um, dude, I've never heard of uh, Doug Jarvis sets NHL record of 916 consecutive games played. Hot damn! Yeah. How many games? 916. Wow. Straight. Straight. That's pretty great. That's pretty close to fucking <laughs> you know, that's like, 2000. That's like 12 straight years. Yeah. There's a ton of players. Like a thousand games, you get a, like a, a silver stick. Like you get an award for that shit. Probably. Um, but they, they do like crack. a they do a presentation on, on ice and you get a silver stick. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's like a prestigious honor to have a thousand games. So to have damn near a thousand consecutive balls. She get a fucking golden or a platinum stick for that matter, then. Yeah, like Javon said, that's like 12 years that's, in a row. That's crazy. Um, I got a couple birthdays. Uh, 1947, Carlton Fisk. The Fisker. Uh, the Fisker. Fisker. And then 1954, The Wizard, Ozzie Smith. Wizard of Oz. Just yes. a great... Even though I'm a cards hater, absolutely great guy. Hell on and off the field, especially on the field, of course. Great fielder. I mean, good grief. Hell, could hit. Dude. Yeah, no K glove. Yeah. <laughs> He's all right. Uh, one death, uh, pretty famous. Uh, this day in 2004, Reggie White passed away. 
Yeah, my All man. Right, Pete Reggie, 92 Green Bay. That was 14 years ago already. Wow. Hot dog. Yeah, we're old as fuck, dude. True. Really? Especially so. old gray haired J Bones down there. Yeah. Well, he is, he is honestly, the honestly, it might be because like all the time on airplanes and shit. Could be, yeah. So traditionally, I'm I'm your trivia guy, but I was lazy as fuck this week and I didn't do shit. So everybody else is asking a question. So there you go. Go ahead and go to some trivia, D Weezy. You got one for us? I do. Uh, who holds the record for the most sacks in an NFL game? In a game. I'm gonna say Lawrence Taylor. What's it like six? Yeah, how many is it? I'm gonna say it's six or seven. That's what I'm looking at now. A Dominum Sioux. <laughs> <laughs> I can never get his name. Domicon, I believe. A Domicon. A Domicon Sioux. So, because Branch is a Broncos fan, it, it initially makes me think of a Broncos player. It is, now, who, who am I thinking of? It is. Oh, seven. No, I was thinking of Bill Romanowski. Yeah, Bill Romanowski. I was thinking of Bill Romanowski. Um, the but record is seven. I'm not gonna take him. I'm gonna go with Warren Sapp. Ooh, good fucking guess. I totally right. forgot about one guy. Right. He was a beast on that defensive line for the Bucks. Man, now you put me on the spot, but I, I don't know. Uh, still, give me Michael Strahan, I guess. I'll just take him. I know it's not right, but. So who got it? Nobody got it. Nobody? Nobody. Who was it? Brian Urlacher. Absolutely not. Uh, former, as much as I hate saying it, uh, oh. former great chief Derek Thomas. Really? The great chief. That was my next guess. Wait. And it, it was seven against the Seahawks in 1990. I don't know. I, I got a good question, too. All right. Go, go ahead. Oh, okay. Are we ready for the second question? Yeah. All right. So, Mr. Brasson, you got the second one? Yeah. Olympic gold medals are made out of what material? Um... I feel like this nickel. is a trick question. I'm going to go with copper. I'm going to go with nickel. I'm going to go with gold. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're gold plated, dude. They're yeah. gold dipped in gold. That's gold plated. Oh, it's like aluminum dipped in gold. It's not, it can't be aluminum. They're heavy. Dude, they're you, heavy. Can't, you can't dip aluminum in gold. It would melt. It would just melt. It'd be a chunk of gold. There'd be no point in putting the aluminum in. I just know nickel has the lowest fucking, like if you try to cut nickel compared to something else, nickel takes twice as long to cut through. So that's why I think you put gold on it. It's, a, it's an easy but tough question. Yeah, I, I think I'll take nickel as well. Uh, everyone was wrong. They're actually made of silver that's as of 1912 because of, you know. I guess Damn. gold. Silver's not near as expensive as gold. Well, that is. gold is just a shortage of it or whatever. Silver, like a silver metal? They so just it's actually silver and silver. And then you're like, here? That's probably not even made of silver. So they make a silver else. one. And then but I just read that. I thought that was bronze. awesome. I was like, really? I never knew that. You're like, what the fuck? But uh, T-Ball, you got the third one? I do. So the question is, let's see if I can find it here. Oh, who holds the best rookie passer rating in NFL history? That mean that it doesn't have to be a quarterback? Does it? Could it be like a running back? That's no, it's pass? a quarter. Okay. Oh. So is this for a season or a game? Like just it's got to be a season. Man, if it's NFL history. Yeah. So you. Well, I mean, he if they had the, like an awesome game. He ended like the perfect. season. I'll tell you what he did. His rookie season. He finished his rookie season with a passer rating of one hundred four point nine, breaking the previous record of one hundred two point four. 
set by another guy. I'm going to say Russell Wilson. Russell the Hustle Muscle Wilson. Because he's broke a few records. I just have this feeling that you went gay and picked Green Bay and picked Aaron Rodgers. No, he didn't do that in his rookie season. Well, he won. Well, he didn't play his rookie season. He sat for four years behind Brett Favre. So, yeah, bitch. (laughs) So, I just helped you out. (laughs) Talking all that shit about Aaron Rodgers. Mm. I'm going to go with Sam Bradford. I think. Oh, wow. One rookie of the year, and I think he broke one of Peyton's records for like completions or yards or something. Yeah, I think you're I'm right. I'm gonna say that. he has the best quarterback rookie season. Passer rating. Passing wise, anyway. Yeah. Good. Man, that's a good Mr. Bradstone? I said uh, Russell Wilson. Oh, that's right. And you said who? I don't have a pick yet. Oh. He's got Sam Bradford, J Mac. Any dabs at it? I'm trying to think of somebody who had. A really good, a good rookie core year. their rookie year. Could even, well, it can't be Patrick Mahomes. Brian, you should go with Ryan Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he actually gave some money back to a charity the other day. That was pretty cool, though, how he did it. But anyway. Come on, bitches. I'm going to take Dante Culpepper. It's a respectable guess. That was pretty good. And I'd say Terry Bradshaw. Well, didn't Dante Culpepper come into having like Randy Moss and like fucking like so. uh, a running back to uh, Carter and all them? So yeah, I just he had a I don't know. I I'm trying to think of people that came into the league with good receivers. Hmm. You're all wrong. Dang it. It was Dak Prescott. God damn it! I swear <laughs> God I was gonna say that. Freaking <laughs> you Dak. Because of Jason Witten and fucking Des, Des Bryant. Bryant. I swear to God, I was thinking, that, I was guys. like, no, I'm going to get made fun of for saying fucking Dak Prescott. <laughs> it was Dak. I swear to God. God he balled out on 104 points. Very nice. Jay, do you got any uh, sports would you rather? That pisses me off. And this is why I asked the questions, folks. <laughs> okay, I've got one for you, boys. Fuck. What would you rather? Spend your entire 15-year career with one team or... Spend your 15-year career bouncing around, but you play for like the premium best teams in the league. So you'd be like the Yankees and Red Sox and like the Dodgers or something. Like the Brewers and shit. Spend your entire career with one team, like uh, Joe Maurer or uh, Felix Hernandez or somebody like that. Adam Wainwright. So with this one team, do I get to pick this one team? And if not, is this one team close to home? No, it's a team that drafts you. So it could be any random team. You don't have a choice at it. Right. And you're not guaranteed to go to the Hall of Fame. Like, I don't think Joe Maurer's going to go to a Hall of Fame. But he was a damn good player. Probably, I think he got his number retired. Like, um, had a good career. Maybe, uh, I don't think he won any World Series or anything. But otherwise, you could be like, um, I don't know, Randy Johnson or somebody that was sought after by all the best teams and, you know, maybe a lesser. Man, honestly, I think I'd just be happy having a 15 fucking year career. Like, I mean, either way you're traveling. Like, what, what I'm what I'm thinking about right now is my family. So right, I, would, I would probably take, I would probably take the team, the team for 15 years, uh, whoever drafts you. I wouldn't want to drag my entire family to eight different fucking teams throughout my 15-year career or whatever. And I don't know, or maybe not that many. Or I don't know. I just, I think you, you you're traveling either way. 
you might as well at least have home and call it home. And you're gonna if you have if you have like a good career, you're gonna have like fucking statues and you're gonna have shit named at streets named after you and like shit like that. Like you can make your mark on that city. So I'll take that one. Yeah, that's a good point. That's kind of where I would go with it. I'd want to stay at the team for like 15 years because if I'm good enough to where I can, you know, get, make my money, be able to do something I love doing and then have a family in that town and not have to bounce them round and round from place to place all the time. Especially if you got um, kids. And tough. then having to worry about my contract, like, oh, how much is this? Well, okay, if I have to go over there, how much are they going to pay me? Like they and it's always are they gonna make it? I think if you're in a situation where you're bouncing from team to team, those guys were doing it because those teams are making it worth it, and it's because them and their agent were sitting there. You're gonna have to make it worth it. I wouldn't want to have to go through all that stress. So over and so over, staying at home, and that's a good point too. Like you make your mark on that city. Fifteen years on a team. Especially if you're good. Baseball fans remember shit like this. Yeah, especially if you're a hometown guy. Right. Yeah, he's a hometown kid too. Be easy. Yeah, I think I'm going to take that, too. Just the stability of everything. Yeah. Comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's more convenient, really. Yeah. I mean, either way, you're going to pay good money. Yeah. So, why not just be comfortable, stay where you're at. I'm not not a creature of habit or change. (laughs) I mean, so. Right. I'm going to just stay in one spot. Uh, I'm going to go the opposite way for the fact that I get to travel. Yes, you get to travel both ways, but if you are on all these different teams, you get to travel and live in these different cities and get to experience that. Yeah, it'd be tough on your kids if you had kids, but I think they'd appreciate that too. Like you got to travel the U.S., with their parents, like yeah, if I if I you know, if I only stay for one team, then they don't get to travel with me and see the country like I got to experience it. And that's how I want to do it with my kids. I know it'd be tough, like I said, but they're going to be in the best schools because I'm a very good ball player. You know, yeah. play ball. So yeah, I guess it just depends. Like you having your kids like leave a lot of best friends and stuff like that over and over. But for better better things in the world to see and yeah. do with Maybe, your family and it, people that you love. But, so, but it's Maybe. also one of those things to where like you do experience more of life. And you, you get more cultured for sure. Like military kids. I think I'm with Bradstone. I think I would go with the more marquee And you know, if you're always the sought after guy, then you're probably gonna be playing a bunch of playoffs, have a chance at a few championships. Plus when you retire, you'll be able to say, yo, I got to play for the Yankees. I got to play for the Cardinals. I got all these different good players you got to play with. There's only a certain number of people in history that get to say they ever played for the Yankees. And I just think that would be so cool to play for like, you know, the marquee team and your favorite sport and have some successful years there. I think that would be awesome. Right. Got another one? Okay, what would you rather? I know this is kind of very dependent on what board or what uh, position you play, so I'll let you pick that. But what would you rather? Have the best instincts or the best vision? Oh, man. That's great. That's a great question. Those two great things you need in every single sport there is. Especially in my sport. Especially in hockey. But you pick whatever you're... Maybe your favorite sport or what sport if you could go pro, what uh, sport or position you would go pro in and then just apply it to that and then, I don't know. I don't know because my think initial thinking is if you don't have vision, you can't fucking see. You know what I mean? <laughs> he doesn't mean literal vision, Oh, stupid. you're not going to be blind. Like, Come on, Branch. 
He means like, like very good, like he eagle sees the vision. Game differently. Slow down, and you can see the whole court field, or you know whatever you're choosing. Like when I play baseball, it, it might look different from the way fucking J Mac plays baseball. Like the look of it, like the things that are going on around you, being able to see certain things at home, like a, like somebody cutting to the basket. Like you have to have the vision to be able to see that person dribble over. But to you your also right. have to have the instincts to pass on the ball. Very good instincts, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, I honestly kind of think that question goes hand in hand um, with every that's sport. What I was trying to get at. Um, you, I don't know. That's a really tough question because you can have all the vision in the world, but if you don't have the instincts, then you're not going to make the play. And you can have all the instincts in the world, but if you don't see the shit happening, then how are you going to know where to use those instincts? You know. So it's kind of like so. A uh, yeah. I, I for me, it's a catch twenty two. You kind of need both. <laughs> Uh, but at the same time, like which you one is one. I guess more important? So whatever, I don't know. Flip a coin, I'll take whatever. Yeah, I'll take the instincts because you might get lucky every once in a while. And yeah, I think I'd there's a reason the why you're professional. Too. I mean, you're gonna catch one of those, yeah. you know, visions. And yeah, just to combat your point, J Mac, I was thinking, but you're not gonna be like completely deficient in whatever you don't pitch. You're right. gonna be like pro level, average whatever instincts, average vision, whatever, you know, to got you there. But I was just thinking, would you rather be, like, the best, have the best instincts or have the best vision? So you're that much better than everybody else. So it doesn't necessarily cost you the other thing. Right. I, yeah, I got you. I guess instincts, I don't know. Definitely instincts. Well, I like the Every, vision. Like, well, everybody's got. If it's that rationale, then everybody's got a vision, and you have to have the instincts in order to make the vision like worth it. So, if you don't have the instincts in order to make the play happen, then vision is utterly useless. But that's not true in basketball. It's a little different. Yeah, well, that's why I'm going to go with this way of vision. I was saying because of in baseball is way different as well. In baseball, I think you'd rather have some vision. Because yeah, because I'm saying, especially if you're a pitcher pitch. and a catcher, pitcher yeah. and a catcher, you have to have vision. Because you're running the game. And whatever happens after that, when the once the ball's hit, which is not often, it's majorly, <laughs> really, it's, you have to have vision in, in order to do stuff. Especially when you, because it's all situation. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay, just for the sake of the argument, let me modify it, all right? I'll say everybody is a pro quarterback. Would you rather have the number one instinct as a quarterback or the number one vision as a quarterback? That's too easy. Instinct. All day. Vision. Yep. Because you can see the whole field and that's what you need as a quarterback. You have to be able to see protections. You have. To but as a pro quarterback, you should be seeing the whole field. Period. You see it, but you're seeing it on a totally different level, a higher level, an eagle's view, an eagle's vision, you know what I mean? Versus just regular Joe Flacco. You want Joe Flacco's vision or do you want... A Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, you know, kind of Aaron Rodgers guys that see the whole field perfectly see, and change Aaron Rodgers has the vision sound. to be able to see that tiny little window and then make an instinctual pass. But if you don't actually see the window, though, that's instinct. Well, instinct is going, just telling you to throw it at this time, not in that window. But they all – you're right, though. You're right in a, in a way because they all quarterbacks should have a vision. But some people's vision's better, which means – their instinctuals, their instinctuals don't have to. Instincts come afterwards because they see it first, or they see it better. So it, say, the, the throw doesn't necessarily have to be as good. Their odds are higher. I would say if the quarterback had the better vision, then he would see windows and places 
put the ball that other guys wouldn't see. Yeah. But the instincts would be, I don't know, maybe, yeah, fuck, that's tough. Well, to get away from linemen and, you know, things like that and seeing a hand put up or defense. Yeah, to well, be able to feel what, pressure. What it boils yeah, down to is what's more important. I think of like Ben Roethlisberger or um, – Aaron Rodgers, guys like that have great football instincts. They always know how to make the right play. Yeah, like Tom Brady. That's why I'm saying Tom Brady, I don't think, is that great of a quarterback. He's good, but he's only good because he has well, good instincts. He well, sees, he's able to be like, okay, you know, I know in this situation or that situation I can feel pressure or I do this. He's a better instinctual quarterback than, let's say, someone like Aaron Rodgers, who's a better visionary quarterback. Jay Mack? I don't, I don't know. Like with with that position too. Like for me, you're taking two attributes out of somebody, like out of something that's being judged by like thirty attributes. Like yeah. so, for, for for it to make or break your scenario, scenario or whatever, just have better vision or whatever. I, I it's just it's a, that's a really fucking tough question. Right. I don't know. Like, any sport. Yeah, like I mean, you can have better vision and still like. There's so much more that that takes play, like foot speed and fucking like aggressiveness and arm like arms, yeah, and accuracy. Yeah. And, like there's there's so many different things like that, that take into that, that are taken into account whenever you are the quarterback of a fucking NFL team and you have everything on your shoulder. So just for it to boil down to just having better one or the other, I still go to a fucking coin flip. There's way more that involves like your decision making or your career or whatever than just one attribute. So to to decide on what I would rather have just a better attribute on, my God, I don't fucking know. Like that's that's just a really, really tough, tough question. I I mean that's that's almost like I don't even know. Would you rather like, get cut or would you rather get stabbed? Or, yeah, yeah, <laughs> would, yeah. Would you rather burn to death or would you rather drown to death? Well, they both fucking suck. Um, I don't know. Like, it's just one of those questions that either one is going to... Less or the other, I think. Yeah, but you can combat... I mean, that's, I guess that's for the sake of the argument, that you can combat whatever with whatever, but you can't, you can't pinpoint one of those two attributes making you a better player because there's so many other things to take into account to counter to counter whatever anybody says. So I don't know. Like, it's just one of those coin flip fucking ones, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, what's your fucking opinion, Mr. Question Master? <laughs> I think I would take, well, if it was baseball, like, I would, if I went pro in baseball, I'd take the, you know, vision. Yeah. But if it was the quarterback, I think I'd take the so, like you guys were saying, it's too dependent on, like, what individual sport or position you play. But if it was, like, um, you get to pick your own, then I would pick vision and baseball. But if it was forced on you, then I would take anything. Nice. But uh, those are good questions, man. And uh, I think that'll conclude the trivia and would you rather and on this day and all that good stuff. It was fun. Yeah. Jay Bones, thanks for having you. Good stuff, boys. Always fun. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, D-Weezy, thanks for coming by. Giving us that knowledge. Always. Yeah, good to have you back. Make sure when you come back, you got that little one about these. I want to see it. J-Mac. All right. Always a pleasure. Thanks for coming over, guys. Yep.
<laughs> thanks for letting us come over or Always. whatever that was that time. But uh, T ball, <laughs> yeah. Always thanks, fun. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of live here. Yeah. So uh, I, I look forward to this. Enjoy. Episode. Good night, guys.